This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Elk Shape Podcast. I'm Dan Staten. This is your blue collar, do-it-yourself, self-guided, public land, elk hunting learning curve resource, where we leverage hunting to create more personal development. Our goal is to educate and encourage our listeners to become the best possible version of themselves through hard work, delayed gratification, and being accountable to themselves. Like uh, you like that little intro trap music? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I like it either, but hey, it's kind of it's got the good energy that I like. So today we're doing a bonus cast. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to lockdown. Welcome to coronavirus, COVID nineteen, probably ruining your life um, or making it better, depending on how you look at it. So looks like I'm probably gonna have to send the email to Colorado folks and tell them, hey, we're postponing. Uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't done that yet. So, spoiler alert, looks like the, they're locking us down for some restrictions until the end of April. I get it. That's fine. You know what? I know a lot of people are living in fear right now. And even some of my family members are, you know, my parents are getting older. And I can see some paranoia in them. And it's, you know, I get it. Everybody stay Everybody just stay calm. Relax. You know what? Jesus loves you. And uh, it's going to be okay. This is this life is temporary. You signed up for it. You know the deal. And do your best every day to take advantage of the time that you do have, especially if you are in good health as, uh, as we proceed through this Monday. And so today we are going to sit down with Dave Andre, Baku e-bikes. Uh, the dude is a bow hunter. The dude... 
made himself some e-bikes that are pretty cool with his partner, Brian Childs. And I'm bringing him on today. We're going to geek out on e-bikes a little bit, kind of learn his story, talk a little hunting, of course, and just, you know, a short little 30-minute in-your-face podcast, talk about positive things, things that are, you know, we're going to be out there eventually, getting back in the hills. Uh, just bought my black bear tag and my wolf tag for Idaho. So I got my license, I got my tags, I'm legal, and I'm jonesing because Supposed to be heading to Wisconsin, uh, in fact, tomorrow, not doing that. Had to, you know, cancel flights and rental cars and Airbnbs and hotels. And yeah, I was going to do a long stay. Oh, well, I'll be back, Wisconsin. We're postponing. I don't know when. I'm thinking June. We'll figure it out. And then as far as uh, Colorado goes, yeah, I haven't emailed you guys yet, but uh, probably going to have to push that one back. Hopefully not too far back, maybe just sometime in May or early June. So, uh, yeah, that's what's up. So let's do shout-outs. Shout-out to Black Ovis. Do you guys buy your Sitka gear from there or any other stuff? Black Ovis makes a killer kill tag, kill kit, whatever you want to call it. It's killer. And uh, we're supposed to be doing this discount code for just elk-shaped campers, but you know what? I'm sorry. We're going to go ahead and leak this one out. So where's my notes? Black Ovis. Use discount code ELKSHAPE, one word, 20% off. Going to say it once. There's my shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to Climate. They make sleep systems. Uh, I had a guy email me just yesterday about asking me what I use. I think that's a very personal question, uh, meaning that uh, you got to figure out what's going to work best for you. If you are sleep cold like me, there's no chance you'll catch me with a quilt. I'm going to be a sleeping bag guy. I like the... The Western Mountaineering, honestly, the Versalite, that's the bag of choice. But I'm going to be putting that on a climate pad. Probably going to use a climate tent. If you guys want some climate stuff and check out their stuff while you're uh, spending some money during quarantine time, use discount code OAKSHAPE20. Save 20% at climate. They're out of Utah. So uh, who else gets a shout out? I know, Wilderness Athlete. You guys probably heard this call to action, but if you haven't done anything about it, man, load up on your immunity stuff get uh, hydrate recover get your greens wilderness athlete use discount code oakshape 30 save yourself 30 percent off your first order and because we're doing a baku e-bike podcast use discount code oakshape 400 to save yourself 400 dollars off any e-bike of uh, your choice that's what we got right now today i'm going to shoot broadheads I'm going to be checking Broadhead Tune, and I'm stoked. We'll probably film something for the YouTubes, and I'm doing a lot of honeydews, doing some concrete in the front yard, working on pavers. I uh, got to drive a bobcat and uh, just picked up 60 bags of concrete. No, I'm not going to have a cement truck deliver it. Uh, it's non-essential, so all construction shut down in Washington. Yeah, it's crazy, right? We're just weird times, but oh, I know what I should probably tell you guys is uh, tomorrow, the 31st, is the last day to buy 90 Days to Freedom and be automatically entered to win that $195 crossover symmetry set. So if you don't want to buy the $900 discounted to $800 online hunter programs that have cool apps, man, save your loot. Buy tags, buy gas, scout. I can only say my program's thorough. 90 Days of Freedom, 12 weeks. That's a lot of programs. Fully video supported. Minimal equipment. Check it out at $69.99 at the Elk Shape website. You buy that, you're entered. 
I'm uh, going to announce the winner of the Crossover Symmetry set. Gosh, I'm going to announce that on Wednesday, April 1st. It will not be April Fool's. That'll be the real deal. So, And if you guys want a Crossover Symmetry set, use the discount code ELKSHAPE20 and you can save 20 bucks. I've been super stoked. I've seen a lot of folks sign up for Elk Shape Camp online with their downtime. Uh, you're, in, you're in luck. There's just a ton of videos to pour over. Uh, as I'm recording right now, I'm uploading two more. And it's just, that's from Elk Shape Camp 3. I can't keep up. We've already done Elk Shape Camp 4 and 5 and 6. And I just, I got all these videos. We film them all. And I just upload them. And they're all different because we have subject matter experts varying from caller to caller, backpacking guy to backpacking guy, and different fitness topics and nutrition angles and fitness and training. So one-year access, 99 bucks, Elk Shape Camp Online. Do it if you have the time to really digest those videos. Uh, I think we're getting over, I think we're over 50 videos, and these videos are usually 20 to 30 minutes long. A lot of content there, and I think it'll help crush the learning curve. There's a little bit of personal development in there, and there's some really good nuggets from people that have elk hunted a lot, especially when you add up all our seasons and time in the field. Uh, we should be able to shorten up that learning curve. That's what I got. Let's get in it with uh, Dave back here. This is a bonus cast. We're going to drop one on Friday as well, and I'll just keep dropping podcasts till I run out. So, And if you guys are bored this is a great time of year to go to itunes and give elk shape that five star review because we're blue collar and badass uh this is that time of year to, to send me a direct message on instagram and say hey you need to have this person on the podcast they are awesome they're amazing they don't have to have an instagram account i just need an email address or a phone number i'm looking for diamonds in the rough people that haven't been on podcasts people that kill elk people that are disciplined and people that live life the way that will inspire us all and that's what i got guys so without further ado let's get to the show have a great week keep your head up nothing but love for you guys here we go well since we're getting a late start we're going to we're going to go right into it, bro. So Dave Andre, Baku e-bikes, welcome to Elk Shape Podcast, bro. Uh, how you living? I'm surviving, buddy. It's uh, it's another sunny day here in northern Utah. Things are good. Dude, right on. So we're just going to get right into things, and I'm going to fire right at you. We got I got like 37 minutes, so I'm going to get as much information as out of you as I can. Do you just kill the bison with a bow? Have you ever done that before? No, no. And intense. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people and even myself, uh, you know, it's going to be, I got to make it more challenging, but it was tough. Those animals are, they're smart. I mean, they, they don't let you get very close. You know, they, they stand their distance and, and a couple times where you spook them and you spook the herd and they, they don't know what's going on. They run one way, then they turn and start running right at you again. And you're like, dude, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get stampeded here in a minute. It's intense. So how close did you get? How many arrows did it take? And how heavy was the arrow? All that stuff. So I was shooting FMJs. I think they were 340s. Um, the Sever Broadhead. I got in and laid, you know, I, I kept spooking them. So I knew they were feeding across this little hill. And I laid there for two hours in the snow, waiting for him to come into about 40 yards. Put one arrow in him, but I just, I couldn't get close enough again and so i you know later the next day i had to just put him down with the rifle but it was intense i mean it, and like I, said, I mean it was hard to just get one arrow in him they hurt up they stay tight together so they don't let 
anybody really get close to him. Um, so to try to get a second arrow in him was dang near impossible. Man, that's rough. How many how many pounds of meat ish are you getting off that dude? I'll probably get three hundred pounds of like yeah, my of meat, like cut meat wrap, three hundred pounds of meat. I just found a freezer now that I can get because it's kind of been scarce on freezers for some reason with this virus and in northern Utah we had an earthquake, so everybody was stocking up on supplies and so I gotta buy a bigger freezer to house it all. So I finally picked one up, then I go pick up my meat because it's all done. My meat cutter's got it ready for me. No doubt. Well, I met you a couple years ago. We we hit it off. We we both like mountain lion hunting, and uh, you killed a slob. Was that a Utah cat? Yeah, that was Utah down southern Utah, the Ponsagon. Yeah, it was. That was that was fun cat hunt too, huh? You killed a tank up there on a kind of a last whim. Someone said, right? We're Yep. Last year, before two years ago, right? It was 2019, so about a year ago. And, yeah, it worked out. Let's just say that. I probably won't be back cat hunting. Uh, it's not in the budget, but, dude, do I dig it. I mean, I dig it. And then uh, taxidermy problems, right? I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's an expensive hunt, not just to hunt it, but the, the aftermath of the taxidermy, if you're going to, the yeah, adds up, man. I know I'm. I am going full body mount. Haven't quite told my wife that yet, but it's at the taxidermist. <laughs> like a, a, a not a fairly decent used car. Yeah. Uh, so. Absolutely. So so let's get into Baku. You guys used to be called Backcountry E-Bikes. Had to change the name. Let's go over that just a little bit so people understand the rebrand. Yeah, I mean, when we started about five years ago, I kind of just I, I've been hunting 25 years and used to do a lot of mountain bike hunting. I guess I shouldn't say a lot. I'd love to do it, but it was always a lot of work. Just, you know, pedaling, even though it's 10 degrees outside, you ride a mountain bike two or three miles, you're going to be sweating because you're bundled up. Then you stop sweat. So when the e-bike started kind of poking around, I started tinkering in it, kind of building bikes and took a few years to really find some good products and good qualities to really take to market. Um, So when we kind of kicked off, we were, yeah, backcountry e-bikes you know, bikes take you into the back country and, um, it was, you know, doing, we were doing well, doing awesome there about, you know, about three years ago, two years ago, back another back country company didn't like thinking we were trademark infringing and, and, uh, harassed us, bullied us for a while. And finally we're like, you know what, let's just rebrand, change our name. Baku's kind of a shortened back country, our own term, kind of who we are. That's how, that's you know that's how we came about Baku and it's been a great thing. Now we you know and our product that we're building and it's just moving into so many other avenues. I mean, just the way that these are built for off road and heavy duty applications that the military are. are we have discussions with military first responders. I mean, different countries that we're that we're talking with special forces to send them bikes. And do you guys build those bikes right there in Utah? We don't. We used to. We 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 do all of our R and D. Truly go through it. We'll test tons of different components and different things. But now when we go to mass produce, we manufacture overseas. So we you know the, we get the bikes all Taiwan, China, in that area. We have them all action company that builds them all, and, and uh, so we can build them in higher quantities now instead of a few at a time. And 
And, uh, but everything on those bikes, we pretty much, we spec out from hubs, wheels, pedals, you know, right down to the, the heart of the bike is that ultra motor that, that really dominates the e-bike markets, the po- most powerful mid-drive, highest torque rating mid-drive there is out. So. Yeah, I think hunters need torque. I know I do. I've used the bike for uh, a year now, and I've done some things that I probably shouldn't tell you, but I've, I've pulled some stuff in the back of that cart that. I mean, it's 150 pounds on the back of the bike going uphill. Um, So I've been really impressed. But I will tell you this, Dave. If you want to ruffle feathers, all you got to do is post a couple pictures of your e-bike. And they come out of the woodwork. We get some keyboard cowboys. Why are there so many haters when it comes to e-bikes? You know, know, I think what what I've noticed is everybody that's a hater... They think that everybody buying e-bikes are going straight to the wilderness areas or that their spot and they're going to be in their areas. And that's, you know, that's not the truth that that these bikes are pretty much just like a mountain bike. You have, you know, but you with less effort on the rider, that's the biggest thing. Even the traditional mountain bike site, you know, guys, they think it's cheating. They think they're doing different things, you know, and, I mean, yeah, I guess if I was racing you, it'd be cheating, but it's not. I'm not out on a, you know, a, a time trial race where I'm using it as a tool, just like, you know, each year, you know, we probably don't need to buy the new bow, but we do because we want to take advantage of those, those new tools, those new, uh, you know, avenues that make us more successful hunters. Yeah, I get that. I think, I think there might be bad apples out there that take their e-bikes like behind gates where it's like foot traffic only. But honestly, for the most part, everywhere I hunt, like even in North Idaho, dude, there's gates, but you're allowed to take a four-wheeler around it. You're allowed to take a dirt bike around it. I just happen to take an e-bike around it, and I'm like not making any noise. Like the biggest uh, thing that I've seen is just the amount of game I don't booger because the e-bike is on stealth mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not bumping game. And in my opinion, they're more a lot more respectful to other hunters than any other application, even on foot, you know what I mean? Walk people walking in your spots, dropping scent, walking slow. I mean, they're just cruising by on a bike. You don't even know that they're probably there as they cruise by. ATVs dirt bikes elk are getting educated nowadays to predators and i don't know how many times i've been out on the mountain and atv can come by it you know mile off and those elk go silent on me you know they're done they're like well this predator coming in here or something oh yeah i've heard how many guys have i heard pull their atv over bugle right there where they shut it off or hell they'll leave it running and they'll just throw out a bugle. Uh, you do that on an e-bike, they never hear the e-bike. And that's pretty that's pretty cool. Okay, so one of the other things I get a lot of questions is people want to know, how far can you actually go on an e-bike? Here's what I tell them. Based on my experience, uh, mostly North Idaho, so elevations from 3 to 7K, very, very steep, steeper than most places. Uh, the e-bikes will go... And I, I actually pedal. I have it on pedal assist. I'm not just throttling. I can probably get a good 40 miles in a day and charge it up for the next day. Or I bring a backup battery if I if it gets, you know, gnarly. But I'm not taking this e-bike like 
up single track dirt bike trails. Hell no. And I'm not crossing huge creeks on an e-bike. I'm basically riding like old logging roads. Uh, I'm, I'm, I really hardly ever single track. What, what kind of testing have you guys done and what kind of results have you seen? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that Baku and that we really try to, you know, let people know is we truly are out testing these stuff and we're going to tell you the honest truth. We're not going to just tell you what manufacturers telling us. So you can get, you can get this much distance on this battery or you can, I'm just, I see things. I'm like, okay, that's, that's, that's BS. We, yeah, exactly. That's about right where we've been right around 35 miles to the minimum I've ever got. I've had guys throttle the bike on logging roads and they get about 12 miles, just throttle, no pedaling, just, just cruising. And you can't really just full out bury the throttle the whole time. Cause the motor will get hot just like a vehicle and it'll go into limp mode, you know, could, you know, overheat and just different things. So say if it's a good rule of thumb is about two miles per amp hour. And so our stock mule bike comes with a 14.5 amp hour battery. So you're going to get around 28, 29 miles on an average on a ride. Like you say, if you're pedaling, you're doing a little more uh, terrain, you're going to get more distance. Um, say if I go out on a sport, my sport road or, or like a ride where I'm climbing hills uh and just getting after it on level five the highest sport mode i can get 20 miles 25 miles on just about pushing it pretty hard so okay well when it comes to different manufacturers there's a ton obviously it's it's a fairly broad market uh i think your guys's componentry next level but it comes down to your motor your torque uh, give us a quick overview of like the e-bikes that come with the gear hub motor or the e-bikes that come with the direct drive hub motor and what you guys run. Big difference in e-bikes. For some reason, when e-bikes started coming out, everybody thought they were all the same. You know, oh, well, this one's $1,400. Why, why would I want to spend $4,000 for a bike? They're the same, right? No, they're not. I mean, it's just like a vehicle uh ford could have five different engines under a hood you wouldn't know which one was what um and they all they all serve different things so there's two types of e-bike motors there's a hub motor which is the wheel that has a motor in the rear wheel or in the front wheel um and it's it's not geared it's basically like a brushless motor so it's running off magnets to turn the wheel it it does give you assist as you're pedaling it's going to be more for you know, flat stuff, you know, they're not the the best for off-road uh, applications that I would uh, recommend. We do have a new Flatlander bike for that with the hub motor that we're kind of mainly pushing out east, east side for whitetail guys, just cruising ranches, things like that. It's a lower price point. Then you get into a mid-drive system. And again, Bafang is the leader in making these mid-drive they've been making conversion kits for bikes for years and years i mean they've got 12 different mid-drive models of mid-drive uh engines motors i should say uh and the ultra which we run is their top of the line you know 1500 watts peak output 160 newton meters of torque to give a reference so the ultra mid-drive 160 newton meters of torque on a 1000 watt you go to a 1000 watt hub motor you're going to get about 60 newton meters of torque but you're going to start losing that that power when you're climbing hills because that engine that motor in the hub motor is getting hot 
and you're starting to reduce your 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 torque with the mid drive you're going to maintain that torque as long as you can hold on that hold on to the bike and pedal and climb up hills typically guys that another common question is like how steep will this bike go and i said well first you gotta remember you gotta come back down that hill if you're coming this back way so i've rode up hills that i i'm walking the bike down sliding on my butt because there's no way i'm going to make it down it without going over the handlebars the big thing too from the ultra to like the bbs hd and the o2 motors that are kind of the step down from this motor of buffang it's the only one with a torque sensor in the motor so basically it measures your foot pressure on the pedal and it's going to deliver the power more natural to the rider it's not a predetermined power that if you don't have a torque sensor it's you're you're, you're on level four and you start pedaling and even if you're just pedaling slow that bike's going to try to get up to that speed quick it's kind of like cooking the cruise control back on resume and that car you know wants to get up to that speed again and it's it's important when you're on a on a hunt you got a pack on your back or a trailer and you're on some technical terrain for a minute and and you're not you you know you lose control of that bike because it wants to take off it can throw it can get you into some trouble um you always want to maintain control of that bike and the power so so i think that pretty much sets it up for those that like want to get their hands on one maybe we'll talk about dealers in a second but I was pretty convinced as soon as I took it out on my first bear hunt. Um, I don't see me using the bike without a trailer. I'm a very optimistic hunter. I'm hoping to kill something and haul it out on the back of that trailer every time I take it out. And the trailer is your guys' trailer, and it's badass. I'll, I'll be honest. I, if things exceeded my expectations, I've taken it. Probably places you're not supposed to. Um, but I wanted to ask you, like, I heard mentionings of some sort of ultimate challenge, and I didn't know if you guys were still doing that. Um, and if so, tell us about it, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, the Mountain Archery Festival, um, we're going to be some big sponsors in that this year. It's archery shoot around. There's four, four stops, Idaho, New Mexico, um, Utah, and Colorado. And during that, we'll have an event where you can actually ride a bike and go hit three targets on the course with your bow and then right back um have a chance to win win a bike uh and some good discounts some good swag it's going to be fun yeah check it out mountain archery festival the math and uh it's going to be a fun event hopefully dan's gonna you know make it out there right one of the so i one of them's pretty close it's at lookout pass that's at the border of idaho and montana uh, the dates are a little tricky. They're early June, and I still might be bear hunting. But if uh, Lord willing, if I if I'm quarantined, I'm going to be bear hunting. Hopefully, I have my bears killed by then. And would love. I have to do a mountain archery shoot every year. It's part of the program. It's part of the 365 prep. And for those listening that have never done a mountain archery shoot, you're missing out. It's perfect practice. Don't wear your little hip quiver and your fancy target archery stuff. Wear your backpack, wear your boots, and get some of those realistic practice shots. Those things are uh, arguably one of the best ways to get ready for elk season, which is what elk shape is all about, dude. Um, your boy, Brian, drew a tag at the Western Expo, that little lucky guy. What'd he draw? He did, man, that dog. He, he drew the Book Cliffs uh, Archery Elk, which is, yeah, one of our limited premium 
limited entry units out there, the book cliffs down uh, below, right above borders, Colorado and, and Utah. And there's some big bulls in there. That'll be like, we're going to hit that when the opener in Utah about mid-August. I think it, mid-August it opens in Utah, a little warm, probably find some water, find them uh, moving around. And we're going to try to jump up to Idaho for the first week of Idaho elk season. Just because this year, yeah, me and Brian are going to, we've got a hunt up in northern British Columbia on some moose up during the rut from, I think, September 10th to the 20th. And so should keep us busy for a little while. You know, I mean, it's definitely research and development time for bikes. We got to take them out and really test them, see how they're going to handle right while we're hunting. Oh, yeah. R&D. Sorry, Mrs. Uh, I have to do this. This is work. We're not hunting for fun. We are testing gear. Like, what do you tell your wife when you're going to be gone for damn near a month? <laughs> yeah, R&D, man. You know, that's why I tell her. And, and uh, she she's an awesome wife. I love her. She, I got to space it every now and then, you know, take a week, come home, spend some time, get some things done, head again. I think last year, I think I did maybe five weeks five weeks total, not all at once, uh, out chasing animals and ate a lot of tag soup last year, but it was fun. It was good. Yeah. It doesn't get old. That's uh that's for certain. But, uh, when I was at Western, I missed you. I saw Colton and I come to find out that's Brian's son. Is that actually true? I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. That's his son. I know, huh? Yeah, it is. I know Colton said he's seen you and I'm like, I didn't know Dan was even down here yet down here, but yeah, no doubt. It's it's a good opportunity to draw some awesome tags. I think that uh, your boy showcased that. I love that show. I, I'm sorry I missed you, but I, I, Brian and you are the two guys running Baku. Is it just you guys or is anybody else? Me, yeah, me and Brian. Yeah, we're the owners. We've been running it, and we've got we've got three and four employees now that we run the. We got our warehouse in northern Utah. Um, and it, it's, it's just fun. I mean, we all, everybody that works for us is, um, we hunt, we love the stuff. So it's kind of a passion to get to know all the, the hunters in the industry and just talk hunting. And we're just trying to create a tool that really just changes the way that someone could hunt and make them more successful, more, be able to access a lot more areas, um, respectfully to other hunters, um, environment friendly uh and you know any feedback you know we that we can get from hunters to tell us you know things that we could change or accessories or trailer ideas we love hearing that stuff so we can you know try to make it that just perfect tool you could take out well it is a great tool dude and honestly it's built for hell it's built for war and I really didn't, when I first got it, uh, I know my reputation. I'm hard on stuff. And if there's a weak point, I'm going to find it. And, dude, uh, nothing has, this thing's been flawless. In fact, I pick up my kids from school every day on the bike. So it's always out and about. Uh, It's a great tool. We have an awesome giveaway because of you guys. We have one lucky elk-shaped camper is going to win a backcountry or a Baku e-bike. And it's pretty good odds considering 20 guys to an elk-shaped camp and there's seven camps. So 
somebody's going to win that bike. We're going to announce that. We just postponed the Wisconsin camp due to the virus, so we haven't picked the new dates yet, but it is postponed. But hopefully we can still go to Colorado at the end of the month in April uh, and, and get out there and not have to change the dates and then finish in Washington. And then we'll have you guys, we'll send you the list. You guys can draw it out of the hat. It's going to be super awesome. And then one thing you guys did for our listeners of the podcast is you do have a discount code ElkShape400. We'll save you 400 bucks on a bike. And I always say, hey, take that 400 bucks and buy an extra battery. And then you're balling. You know what I mean? So thank you guys for all the support. And I wouldn't line up with you guys if I thought you had shitty bikes. Honestly, I've been. it's pretty cool to know that you guys are diehard hunters. What'd you say? You've been hunting for 25 years? Yep. Yep. yep 25 years. Killed my first buck when I was 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Opening morning, kind of a little buck. I think I put it on our Instagram. Our Instagram's Baku Life, but and uh, I remember my brother and his buddies. They hunted. They've been bo- they were bow hunting for oh two or three years, and they said I started shooting with them and and different things. And they said, "Okay, Dave, you can have first opportunity opening morning." And I think that they had. I think they expected me to probably miss or choke or something, you know, and. <laughs> and uh here's your here's the buck opening morning shoot it you know and uh i yeah dropped the buck they hadn't even i don't think they i think they had killed one buck out of like four of the guy my brother and his buddies in two or three years you know so they were like oh wow okay so but it was it was a lot of fun yeah. uh no man i appreciate the relationship with you and and everything you're doing it's just makes this industry so much fun to be a part of the the skills and the techniques that elk shape just teaches guys just makes everybody better hunter and uh that's what we're looking for you know and just when we go hunting we want to we want to enjoy it and not get in conflicts with other guys or just have problems themselves uh you know one thing too like you say i always try to educate people about the bikes is they are they are very built tough rough them up but be you know be prepared if something does break down, if you do get a flat or if something happens out there, you break a chain, you know, be smart, take a few precautions with you. I always try to recommend, even myself, I, I might found myself stranded a few years back with a flat tire on, uh, and I had nothing to try to fix it. And it, it made me realize that I need to make sure guys are prepared for this stuff because it can turn an awesome hunt into a miserable time if they're not prepared. So be prepared, just just like going through these elk shake camps, man. Prepare yourself. Yep. Separation is in the preparation. That's what we preach. Uh, what is your go-to bow setup this year? Have you figured that out? So I just sent my order into Matthews. So I'm going to set myself up the VRX uh, 31.5 and uh, probably probably either shoot the injections from Easton um, or the FMJs. But sever broadheads, man. I, I love them. We stuck two bull elk this year. And they, they were decent shots, but they weren't the best placement. But I think if I shoot some of my older broadheads, I would have been tracking them bulls for for some distance, I think. And and those those severs, I mean, they just cut them wide open and, and they didn't go far at all. Uh, what about you? You're doing the, the VRX too, aren't you? Yeah, I'm uh I'm going with I'm gonna shoot right handed. I have I do have a left handed VXR as well. Uh, I was kind of swinging both ways when it comes to archery, but 
I do feel more confident right-handed. And the reason why I have two is I'm left eye dominant, but I can kind of squint my left eye and I shoot better right-handed. Uh, at least I'm more confident. And then I have a 28 on order. So I don't know, bro. Honestly, I think most guys are going to want to go with the longer axle to axle, longer riser of the 31 and a half. But I'm a short, stout little dude. And, and I like a little bit shorter bows. So I think I am going to try that 28, do a bow build for YouTube, set that up. But man, uh, my order is in too, and it's just going to take a while with all the craziness going on. So once I get that, I'll set the 28 up. And just like last year, bro, I had a Traverse and a Vertex, and I thought I would be shooting the Traverse, and the Vertex just straight up shot better for me, and that's what I hunted with and killed everything with last year. And I love that bow. So I'm curious to try the 28, but I will say... Regardless, the VXR is the quietest bow, and that's no BS. Like, straight up the quietest bow I've ever shot, period. Not the fastest bow. Matthews aren't fast, man. They really aren't. So because they're not fast, I actually kind of stopped running FMJs and, and dropped down to Axis, you know, a 340 Axis, and just give myself a little bit more feet per second per se, and I've had no issues. I mean, I shot... I've killed a bull with the the axis. I, I've enjoyed it. But, no, I run a, a Grim Reaper. Those guys are out of Utah right there. Uh, Grim Reaper uh, fixed micro Hades three blade. That's been real good. Are the severs fixed? No, they're mechanical. I think they have some fixed. No, I think they're all mechanical. Um, and they're, that's an Eastern company that you buy direct from them. Um, yeah, no, I've, I don't think I've ever shot the Grim Reapers. I, I, I'd like to. I'm going to check them out. Um, that's that's wild that you say that that VR, VRX is quieter. The Traverse, that's what I shot last year. And that thing is, yeah, I cannot believe how quiet that bow is. So if you're going to say that that, and I, I like the Traverse. I like I really, really love the feel of the Traverse. Um, so that VRX, I'm, I'm excited. If you're saying it's that quiet. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be quieter than the Traverse. And you can swap, you know, swap out mods with that new setup which is nice and then when you come to idaho yeah slap on some grim reaper and see if you like those fixed heads uh when you shoot your elk in idaho uh that's one thing that i think a lot of people forget is idaho's they're still stubborn man no lighted knocks gotta use fixed and i'm actually i signed some sort of petition to try to get lighted knocks in idaho we'll see where that goes it's going to We'll find out here in a couple couple months, but uh, I think Idaho might be the last state still holding on, and I really do like lighted knocks for hunting purposes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really gives you that eyesight of telling that arrow that you can tell, you know, really tell if you hit them or if you missed it. I mean, you can just it's, – it's pretty nice. Especially if you're filming, and then also, like, it's a pretty important decision what you do right after you shoot the animal. Like, and a lot of that hinges upon knowing what kind of shot you were, what you basically executed will dictate if your day is going to be long or if you're going to have an even longer day. So it's a whole art to recovering your animal's archery. And, and I think you couldn't be right. Well, dude, I know you're busy. I carved out the time. We got a lot done. 
let's do a couple plugs for Baku because I got nothing but love for you guys. Where should people learn more? Where can they follow along your journey, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, no, man, I appreciate it. And same, same back at you. It's Baku Life, you know, at the Instagram and then uh, Facebook and our website's Baku.com. And then our YouTube channel's Baku Life. Yeah, we're trying to constantly put content up there on on you know helping you maintain your bike you know repairing it in on the trail out in this you know out and about you know we're punt we'll put up hunting videos on there we do a lot of different things so it's it's fun just follow along we appreciate it no doubt man well i like your guys's uh, whole process of being hunters and making an e-bike with a hunter in mind that you know, obviously you have some bikes for the guys who live out east and the whitetail, which to me is a no-brainer to have one, especially getting into your stand quietly and, and, and you know, and keeping your scent at a minimum. But you guys make e-bikes for out west, and there's a lot of places that you can take those bikes. There's a lot of BLM out there, folks, and just know your rules, know your regulations, don't be an a-hole, and you know what? You, you'll love it. So uh, Dave Andre... And then Brian Childs, uh, Baku e-bikes, check them out. Dude, thanks for coming on, man. Okay, thanks for having us, yeah. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay, bud, stay healthy, stay well. And uh, you guys, remember, separation is in the preparation, and we'll catch you on the next one. And that's a wrap. Dave, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being a good sponsor of the Oak Shape Camp. Thanks for giving away an e-bike. Thanks for being just a stud and being keeping it real on the podcast. A nice little listen. To start your work week off, uh, we had we did those call to actions. We had some surprise little discount codes I slipped in there. You'll have to rewind to get those. I'll put a few in the show notes as well. And just remember that last thing we got going on is uh, if you're going to get a garage gym, check out our YouTube video. We just did one on what I spent on my garage gym so you can see how much things cost and in which ones I bought and in which order. And it took me about two years to get to where it's at. I just bought slowly and I paid with cash and I didn't go in debt. And I suggest you do the same. And if you need a kick-ass program to complement your new and improved garage gym or the space that you've dedicated to work out during the quarantine, check out 90 Days to Freedom, 12 weeks fully video supported. I think you'll dig it. And if you get that program, you're going to be automatically entered to win a crossover symmetry set, and that retails for $195. I'll announce the winner on April 1st. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. We got a podcast coming up with Archery Strong, and uh, we're going to talk all about shoulders and injury prevention, mobility, stability, and a whole bunch of just good fitness stuff that relates to archery. So stoked for that. We'll catch you Friday. Have a great week. Peace.